0: listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access show on bmrnapa.com. Now here's your host, Anthony Alejandres.
1: Welcome to the show. It's BMR Access, the podcast for Bill McAnally Racing, eight-time championship winning team in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West, current point leaders of both the K&N Pro Series East and West, and a team fresh off an eighth place finish in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series out at Dover International Speedway. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. Today on the show, we'll talk with former BMR driver Nick Drake. You may remember Nick from his two years behind the wheel of the number 15 Napa Auto Parts Toyota Camry in the NASCAR k and Pro Series East for Bill McAnally. He raced in the East series in 2014 and 2015 and each season delivered a top 10 finish in the final point standings. His biggest accomplishment during his time with BMR was the season-ending victory at Phoenix International Raceway in 2014 a race he won from the pole and leading every single lap. We'll revisit that K&N West victory as well as much more from his two seasons behind the wheel of the Napa Toyota when Nick Drake joins us on the show next.
0: This segment is brought to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. BMR Napa Auto Care is a quality independent repair business with the best reputation in the community. Consumers consistently select BMR Napa Auto Care because of the trust and confidence they have in Napa quality parts and Napa Auto Care's commitment to excellence and best-in-class service. Taking care of your car is an important part of protecting your investment and protecting your family. 916-676-0010 or online at bmrnapa.com. Two locations, Roseville and Antelope, and both will deliver to you the same great BMR service that's BMR Napa Auto Care championship service for a championship team
2: this is Eric Holmes and you're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show
1: nice enough to join us on BMR Access we've got former driver of the number 15 Napa Auto Parts Toyota Camry driver from North Carolina Nick Drake joins the show thanks for joining us Nick yeah, thank you for having me on, man. Well, Nick, for starters, you raced for the team in 2014 and 2015. Some of our listeners may have lost track of you a little bit over the last couple of years. Why don't you tell us a bit about what you've been up to since the last time we saw you in NASCAR back in
2: 2016? So I ran into some sponsorship troubles. It's just kind of how the how the way the wind blows these days for a lot of people. But I, I focus on graduating college, and I finish that up this past December actually graduated with a finance degree and now I'm just living and running our dirt car some when we can and just enjoying every minute of it
1: well congratulations on graduating college I know that's got to be a pretty exciting experience for you
2: it is it's uh, a lot a lot harder than I thought it'd be so I'm glad it's over
1: well, you talked about doing a little bit of racing here and there, and I know one of the places where we've definitely seen you over the last several years is out at the Chili Bowl in Tulsa, and I mean, you uh, you won a qualifier there this year. What's it like to be a part of an event like the Chili Bowl?
2: Oh, it's awesome. I've ran it the last five or six years now in a row, and uh, it's kind of the one race of the year that I'd circle that there's no chance of us missing it, so... It's a, it's a blast to go out there and try and run with all, all the big dogs in dirt racing. And this year we actually ran pretty dang good, I think.
1: Well, let's talk about the beginning of your time with Bill McAnally Racing. You'd never raced stock cars going into your first year with the team. So what was that like? What were the expectations like going into that season? And how did you feel, I mean, coming right off the bat those first couple of races and doing as well as you did?
2: Yeah, so I ran all open-wheel stuff and then the opportunity presented itself with bill and there was something you can't you can't really say no to so i was i was a little bit not nervous but didn't really know what to expect going into it but bill and all his guys they took me in with open arms and made the experience easy for me and we we had success right off the bat there's there's times that i would struggle and we would struggle as a team but that's given in anything when you're first getting going in something but yeah, the first year, it was it was a blast running with those guys.
1: Now, throughout your time with Bill McAnally Racing, you got to work with the very experienced Dave McCarty as your crew chief, who we've seen for many years throughout NASCAR, mainly in the truck series. How helpful was that for you in your transition to stock car racing to have him by your side?
2: Oh, it's helpful anytime you get anyone that, knows what they're doing and has experience doing it and they're they're good at what they do and me coming in i i didn't know anything about stock cars really so it was it was key to have a guy like dave to kind of lead the way and i had confidence in him so i know the car was capable of running up front now it's just a matter of me getting up there
1: so it was your very first go at stock car racing, you're racing for one of the most successful K&N Pro Series teams, and you're getting to drive the Napa car, which is one of the most iconic cars in all of motorsports. Did that opportunity ever feel unreal to you just so early in your career?
2: Uh, I mean, it felt real because I was living it every week, and Bill, Bill does a great job of getting the Napa guys involved no matter where we're going in the country, and we were all out east, and I, I think it was the first time Bill ran the full east schedule, so he was all in on it, and everywhere we went, we were showing the car and meeting people at the closest Napa care center to whatever track we were running at, and it was, it was a lot of fun, and I, I kind of just took it all in all at once, and now every day I miss it.
1: Getting to run two seasons in the k Pro Series East, you got to visit a lot of those tracks multiple times and learn them pretty well, what would you say were some of your favorite tracks to race on in the K&N Pro Series East?
2: Uh, I like the road courses; those 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 were fun for me. Just being able to drive the thing as hard as you could, and we were always fast at the road courses. But Watkins Glen was probably my favorite. And then, other than that, I I know it's not on the east, but Phoenix out west. both times we went out there, we we ran third, and then we won the last time we went out there. So, I really like Phoenix. I, I kind of wish we we got to ran out west more.
1: I'm sure in some ways it's still a bit of a sore subject, but you had a great race your rookie season at New Hampshire. Ended up getting taken out on the final lap, one corner away from victory. Has that been the toughest loss you've taken in your racing career?
2: Um, not so much anymore, but I still some of my buddies still like send me the video of it and stuff, and it it kind of sucks knowing knowing what other opportunities opportunities could have presented itself from that, winning that early in the season. And I don't know, you look back on it and you're disappointed, but you can't, you can't really let it affect you nowadays. I was four or five years ago, so I don't know. It's one of those things. I wish I had that trophy, but uh, my buddy Jesse Little won that race. I still hang out with him, so it's all uh, no hard feelings.
1: Now, you got to race at a lot of great racetracks during your time in the K&N Pro Series, but you were also part of what I think to be one of the most unusual races, the Battle of the Beach, as it was known. You guys got to race at Daytona, but instead of the high banks, it was a temporary short track put together on the backstretch. What was that like to be part of?
0: It
2: uh, that was, that was cool. It was still the only time I have ran at Daytona, and even though it wasn't the full course, it was still, still on live TV, still on the big stage. Everyone was watching, and at that point that was my second ever stock car race and we ran good. I, I missed the shift on live T V so that was the first and I think we ended up top five that night. So it was it was a cool cool experience and I still have a picture that I see every once in a while with the car going across the back stretch right in front of the big Daytona sign. So that'll be that'll be cool and something to stick with me forever.
1: Now, you finished that first K&N East season, and then you joined your BMR West teammates out at their season finale in Phoenix. You talked about it a little bit, but you go out there, you have this incredible race, and you get your first win. Take us through that day and those emotions, what it was like to experience your first career win and do it at a place like Phoenix with the uh, the Cup Series and the Truck Series and Xfinity Series there that same weekend.
2: Yeah, that was that was a pretty, pretty cool day. I know all year we've been close to winning races and just never did, and... Like that deal at New Hampshire hurt, and that was kind of our last shot at it. And right off the bat in practice, we were fast, and we sat on the pole. And it was, as long as I didn't screw up, we were probably going to win the thing, and it ended up working out. And it's funny, I ran the the 15 car all year, and the only race I won for Bill was actually in the 99.
1: Well, the thing I'll always remember about that race is the caution coming out late and seeing you as the lead car with a big time tire rub on your right front, wondering if it was gonna last those remaining laps. And then on top of that, you have a three wide battle for the lead just after that restart. You were truly tested in that race and just how nerve wracking were those last few laps?
2: Uh, it was it was nerve wracking. You don't wanna think about the tire rub, but I, you just gotta stay confident in yourself. And like I said, as long as I didn't screw it up, we were gonna win the thing, so. I'm glad glad I stuck to it and we pulled it off.
1: It's always felt like a big point of pride for a team to win in an East-West combo race at Iowa Speedway. And while you came in second in Iowa in 2014, winning at Phoenix at the end of the season felt to me like an East-West combo race by extension because there really were so many of you in that race from the E-Series. You ended up in a 32-car field in that race because of how many guys from the E-Series came out and ran. Did beating so many contenders from both series make the win any bigger for you guys than it already was?
2: Yeah, it was it was a big win. It was the last race of the year for both K&N series and a whole bunch of the East guys went out there and we knew everyone was going out there for a month or two before the race even happened. So we knew it was going to be tough and there were a bunch of good guys going out there and like I said, once once we got practicing and stuff, we were we were good enough to win and I knew that so now that we pulled it off it's cool to look back on and know that we did run with those guys and we did beat those guys and I'm very thankful for the opportunity to do that.
1: Now let's get into your time in the NASCAR Truck Series a few years back. You got to make your first two starts at tracks very familiar to you from your K&N days at Dover and Iowa. Uh, Tell us about those first two races.
2: That was fun. I jumped in it that was the first time in my truck was at Dover. And it kind of sucks that I think one of the practices got rained out and qualifying got rained out. So we kind of had to start in the middle of the pack and kind of just rode there. My goal there was just to finish on the lead lap and learn what I could. And we did that. And then we were planning on going to Iowa. And we did. And we made the final round of qualifying. And we were fast, I thought, and then at the beginning of the race, I think we got into the fence and well, something broke. I don't really remember, but we ended up like three laps down. That was disappointing. So I was pretty confident we could go there and run good, knowing I had success there in the past. And we were fast enough to run good. It just didn't work out in our
1: favor. Well, Nick, congratulations on earning your degree. All the best to you, and thanks for joining us today on BMR Access.
2: Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity, Bill, and I hope to hear from you soon. It's been a a while since I've gotten in touch with you, so maybe I'll I'll get a hold of you up here pretty soon. Hey, guys, I'm Julia Landauer, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally
1: Racing Access Show. Thank you to Nick Drake for joining us on BMR Access today and reflecting upon those 2014 and 2015 race seasons. During his time in the K&N E-Series, he delivered 15 top 10 finishes and 16 top fives in 30 series starts. He also picked up his lone pole award over at Richmond International Raceway in 2014. And Nick Drake's time in the K&N Pro Series West was brief, but the results were great. He made just those two starts out at Phoenix International Raceway to open the season and to end the season. He finished third in the season opener at Phoenix and then, of course, as we talked about, wrapped up the season with a win in the number 99 Napa Auto Parts Toyota Camry. He won that race from the pole and led every single lap. And don't be fooled by the fact that he led that race start to finish. He and the Napa team were put through the test late in that race, so despite dominating, he really had to fight for that win. We talked about it a bit during the interview, but he had a pretty serious tire rub late in the race due to some contact while racing for the lead and then after the final restart was taken three wide and was in the middle and somehow came through with the lead and got the win to wrap up his rookie season with BMR. Nick capped off what was a very successful season for BMR on the track. Cole Custer got the win in the season opening race at Phoenix. Cole would get another win a few months later out at Richmond in the K&N Pro Series East. Patrick Starpoli got his first career win at Irwindale. Chris Eggleston won at Colorado National Speedway in the 99 car. Christian Payhood got the win at All-American Speedway in the 99 car in his series debut. And then, of course, Nick Drake wrapped up the season with the victory out at Phoenix. Make sure to stay up to date on all of the current episodes of BMR Access. You can find us on TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and iTunes podcast. We have some more great interviews coming up, so stay tuned for that. Thanks to Nick Drake for joining us on the show today, and thank you for tuning in and making this show part of your day. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. This has been BMR Access.
0: You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNAPA.com.